Quintessential with your host, John Coot and Scott Martinez. The Scott Martinez and Talk Show. Anyways, hello, John. It's Scott Martinez. Hey, God, wow. It's been a bit hard to connect. Yes, life has its disconnections. Yeah, totally. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I prefer. I liked it better yeah, no. when you. I liked it better when the pandemic challenged your work situation, but you probably didn't. Yeah, no, my bank account didn't. <laughs> yeah. Though I was on disability at least, so I was yes. doing all right. We should post pictures of your toe, or foot, or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah, I'm sure everyone wants to see that. <laughs> so what you do today? But, um, do you watch yeah. any soccer? Um, no, there, yesterday was the big, the Champions League final day. It was yesterday. I watched the Angels game today. Oh. Chelsea won the Champions League. He's been yeah, there's a lot of... I told you. Yeah, I know. I know. We're not spoiling it for anybody because this will air probably... Well, it's, it's definitely that. an air after that, but right. <laughs> that happened already. But I was actually rooting for Chelsea, even though I, I can't say that. Like, I, I actually... Both of those teams are probably my least favorite teams in the in the in the Premier League. Right. Well, you know what's funny is I just finished watching Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, was it funny? I heard it was great. It's actually it's good. It's charming. Well, I'll say that it's charming. That's what's good about it is its charmingness. Oh well, nothing wrong but, with charming. Um, yeah, nothing like the Smiths say. This charming man. So what you do today? The day before Memorial Day. Um, nothing. I watched the Angel game and then did some shopping. I got some steaks to grill after this. Trump steaks? I'm drinking my, I'm drinking my coffee now. Get some Trump steaks? No. Steaks. As in yeah. food to eat. Yeah, well, they, he used to have a steak line. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, well. This, this, so this will... Consuming. Uh, a screwdriver, actually. All right, so the red cup. Yeah, it completes the picture. Like, like I'm at a yeah. backyard party. I came up here for this. Exactly. Well, there you go. That that, that could segue us into our uh, our uh, podcast our because I, today uh, it's time to for catching up with Scott, John and Scott and Quentin Essential and uh, putting all the pieces together so far. Um, you know, we've done what twelve now, eleven, twelve point one podcast 12 and a half and so yeah. and uh you know varying different topics on it and uh I, you know i don't know that everybody's had a chance to listen to them all but hopefully this will help them decide to want to go back and listen to the other ones if they haven't and if you have listened to it you'll learn some new things or hear some different things because it's definitely it's not like the simpsons repeat show where they show old we will talk about new things just as much and and uh, so, speaking of the Red Cups, I'd be going back to where it all started was Huntley Avenue, and right. uh, there was definitely Fourth of July's that happened there. That I'm sure there were plenty of uh, Red Cup action going on even back in the '80s. Well, yeah, the celebration. I mean, the, the fireworks were legal back then, and they still are. They still are. Yeah, it's fun because my my girls like to go back down there. Unfortunately, not on the Fourth of July because it's too crazy. We try and go like right. the day after or the day before. Like we tried to go on the fourth a couple of years ago, and it was just too much. It was like a war zone there. It was nonstop, like big pipe bomb sounds going off all the time. Chewy the dog was scared to death. You couldn't <laughs> even go outside. It was so loud and it was crazy. And so it's like you know what? It's not worth being here on the Fourth of July anymore. Well, well, what did you do on the fifth or sixth of July? I mean. There's we not did a lot the, of action. The safe and sane, right, we just did the safe and sane fireworks. That's all we wanted to do anyway. But you were doing it by yourselves? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really fun. It is, because we buy a nice big package and shoot, and get to do them with uh, on our own pace without having to deal with... Like, I, I had to, two years ago, walk out there and it was like... What time was this? Like 9.30 or 10? Yeah. Like, I got to go home at some point. And you guys so. are not stopping doing this, and we can't come outside to do our own fireworks until you stop exploding things all day long. So can you please just stop for like 10 minutes so we can do our fireworks, and then you can go back to 
you're making obnoxiously loud, loud noises. And they were oh. nice about it. They said, they said, okay. And they stopped for the 10 minutes or whatever. We got our fireworks done and we left. And I'm sure they went back to doing what they were doing. I don't see the excitement in like M80s and stuff like that. I never have. Though we used to, we used to hunt <clears throat> around. Remember after the 4th of July? Yeah. We'd walk around looking for firecrackers. Looking for were, duds or whatever. Well, not looking for duds. We're looking for ones that people dropped. Right, right. We walked around Huntley Avenue in the, mm-hmm. looking in the grass and all that stuff for mm-hmm. for firecrackers that we could find that somebody dropped or something. And we actually found think... a lot of them. It's like a four-leaf clover, but better because we found them. Yeah. Well, I'd be up for going this year. If, if, if Marianne Warhey's listening, she can throw a party for us and and we'll, we'll have a little reunion or something, but I don't know. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, Fourth of July was definitely um, always fun. I mean, the, 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 the curbs and the gutters would be burnt with those snake, the snake yeah. remnants. The, remember the snakes? Yeah, I do remember the snakes. They, you'd put, they were you'd, kind you'd, of... you'd put a little pellet on the ground and burn it. This weird thing would of sulfur would grow out of it and it would leave a big burn mark on the cement and stuff i like but, the yeah. smell of of the sulfur burning oh yeah who doesn't it was, yeah, a, good, it was a, a it's a fond nice memory smell. smell i don't think they have the snakes anymore though i don't think they uh, yeah i think you're right they I, they don't and the pickle piece that people would like hammer so they would explode at the end yeah that's a, put a nail in it or something or yeah but well, speaking of nails, they had the one that you nailed onto your tree. You're supposed to nail on your tree, and then it go right. spin around, and you lit all. I don't think they make that's that anymore idea. either. That's a great idea, nailing a firework to your tree. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, yeah, yeah. we had no. like palm trees, or not palm trees, but uh, pine trees on the. Yeah, they're they're not flammable at all. Yeah. Yeah, but no, yeah, we 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 we. Uh, had uh that mother's day episode which gosh seems like forever ago it kind of was um just and it, it got a lot of good emotional reviews uh did your brother ever end up listening to it yeah my uh, brother my sister they all listened to it and we talked about it and um you know they were very they enjoyed hearing my perspective of things i mean they uh sometimes have different perspectives of how things happened um like my sister was saying that she thought um, my mother's uncle was cleaning his gun when he shot her brother, rather than oh. thinking he was a animal. Uh, I always remember my mom telling me the other version. Um, mm. But she said that my grandfather told her that. Mm-hmm. But he was pretty oh. old when he told her that, so you know his memory could have been whatever. Or either way, her uncle shot her brother, so there's no. It was an accident either way as well. Right. And yeah. But, yeah. Um, but back to Huntley Avenue. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I grew up how many houses apart? Six. Six houses apart. And so yeah. I, w- I would skateboard over to your house. And you would, if yeah. you come over to my house, you would steal my skateboard. And I'd have to, like, walk over to your house to get it. Really? Yeah, you do it all the time. Frequently? Oh, I didn't. I don't. Remember. I didn't. I didn't really have a good escape. A good one. So you never did. But I remember the early skateboards that I had. It was like my brother had them around. Were the old skateboards that had those metal skate wheels on them, and they're like plastic, and they're probably like a foot and a half long, and maybe what four inches wide. Do you remember those? Super. Those yeah. Skateboards? They were uh, like the cheapo early na- skateboards. There's a name for those, but I can't remember the name. But I know what you're talking about. The, the, yeah, it's so that's definitely much what I learned on. And some of them were some of them had a wood deck, but they were really flat. Right. Like, well, the wood like, deck ones I think were homemade ones. Like someone took a piece of wood and mm. some old skates and just put them on the bottom. Like, I don't think those things had trucks and bearings that were very good. Whereas later on, you know, I ended up with another skateboard that was probably. A lot wider it was wood. It was like five inches wide. They had the, the better wheels on it that you were riding somewhere and fell off of it over by Thrifty or something. And then someone just opened their door and grabbed it and drove off. But at least that, that was your story, at least. It's totally true. I, and you weren't there. But yeah, it was probably 16 and I was driving, I mean, riding the skateboard westbound on Chapman. 
kind of near where Alpha Beta is. I'm not sure what's there now. What's what's where across from Carl's Jr. over there by whatever. Anyway, so yeah, I I, I hit a crack, and then the skateboard shot up underneath my feet and went across all lanes on Chapman and hit the center divider at the intersection of Chapman and and um, Valley View, and literally some dude opened his door, put, picked it up, put it in his car, and then turned left and drove away. And I was like, that, and, and that's exactly what happened. And that's what I told you happened. But it was, and then this guy I was with who was from the Apple computer world, I said, what was his name? I don't even remember his name. Um, but he, he goes, dude, that guy just stole your skateboard. I go, well, he just stole my friend's skateboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, skateboard. I you were pretty, you were decent at the skateboard thing. I wasn't. I never got that. I was never that dexterous with it. You know, with the ollies. Never into and, it either. It was more of a transportation get from one house to the other for you, pretty much, for the most part. Wasn't true. It? I suppose, but it wasn't that far. It only took like a minute to walk there. Right. It's only six houses down. I mean, if I walk or, really slow, I would take two minutes. When Darren, he, it took him about 30 seconds to run home or 10 he, he, to Yeah, he liked to run back home. I don't know what, what, what that was about. But, but you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if this is a sort of freeform thing, but I have to say this story um, about Huntley. Um, I was probably uh, a junior or maybe I was the senior, the summer after my senior year. There was a gal, a girl, who moved in down the street, um, way towards like the Rogers house, like down that towards that end. And there was this rumor that um, her family was either in witness relocation, or her dad was a mobster, or something. And I, I shouldn't even say her name because I might get hit, I might get whacked or something. But um, I, my mom encouraged me to ask her. To, you know, you should go introduce yourself because, you know, she's new to the neighborhood or whatever else. And, and she was pretty cute. And then I, I, despite that, that rumored history, I ended up taking her to uh, Valley View Twin. I don't remember what movie it was. And we're sitting in the theater. And then literally, like, right before it starts, some guy comes behind me and goes, hey, what, 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 what a surprise. My sister's here. And, uh, you're with this guy. Um, hey, my name's whatever. I'm her brother. You know, um, this is my little sister, you know. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, good to see you. And he uh, he didn't go back to his seat. He literally just left before the movie started. And that was the last time I saw her. Do you remember that? Me telling you that story? No, I don't remember you ever telling me that story at all. <laughs> Well, the adventures of Huntley Avenue, I suppose. But uh, anyway, so you know, what's um, also funny that we used to do at your house um, was, you know, we used to listen to Bob Newhart records. We in did the living room area. Remember those records? I do. The, yeah, the button down line. The phone call mishap conversations. That was his. That was his thing. The, the phone call that you couldn't hear the other person on the other end, like. Right. Um, yeah, and they were in my mom's collection, along with her Kingston trio and whatever else she had um, that wasn't worth probably listening to again. But yeah, the button down mom. It was Bob Newhart, and he um, he 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 would do scenarios like, um, what was it? Like, this is a phone call from of somebody who's walking on the beach and he finds a bomb and it's ticking and he calls the central office to see how to defuse it and blah, blah, blah. But it was just funny stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even for us being young teenagers, maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. we definitely found it amusing and, and, uh, you know, the humor was clean, but it was funny. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Which which wasn't the case later on with Eddie Murphy or, or uh, Bob was Carlin. What was George Carlin? George Carlin, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, there wasn't such it, clean humor. Yeah, I know. It's funny though. Back then, um, but when we got cable and stuff, I used to like to watch stand-ups like Richard Pryor or George Carlin, or certainly Eddie Murphy, Delirious, and all that stuff. 
I don't watch I don't watch stand ups anymore at all. Well, I mean, I they're not really funny anymore, are they? I don't it's know. It's hard to find a good funny stand up. I think. But well, I don't know. Again, I don't know they're watching that much, so either. So. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't know, but. Uh, but uh, our next our next uh, episode we had was music, which we did more than one episode of music, which makes sense because we were big music people. Right. And um, I'm sure, you know, we talked about our love of Depeche Mode and The Cure and Erasure and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm sure we touched on it, but um, the K-Rock 106.7 countdown. Right. I mean, that was a huge influence on a lot of the, the songs I listened to or records I bought. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the uh, Spotify I made for the other episode um you know all the songs that i remembered from the 80s is over eight hours long and not one band repeats on the whole list Um, you just made that recently i've been making it since that last podcast the music i gotta you you gotta give me that yeah i gotta check that out but yeah it's over eight hours of music and none of it um repeats and i still add to it when i when I come, things come to my head. I mean, it goes all the way to the end to like when we were in industrial music, I threw a couple of, uh, you know, a Knights Reb song on there and a Front 242 song on there. So you have was, no repeating artists at all? No repeating artists at all, no. But that is, that counts like Adam and the Ants and Adam Ant are two different bands because they were separate entities. Okay. Just like sure. Federal Public sure. is not, you know, that's no, no, yes. No, that, that Adam and the Ant. I'm not going to quibble about it, but like, yeah, you're right. The Ants left to become Bow Wow Wow. Malcolm McLaren took the Ants away from him and made Bow Wow Wow out of that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you? Uh, do you got any uh, Wall of Voodoo on there? There is some Wall of Voodoo on there. My favorite Wall of Voodoo song. Well, there's got to be one. Well, there's there can only be one. Right, but there can be a a. a, a <laughs> Stan Ridgeway. Stan Ridgeway song, yeah. Is it what camouflage or is it uh, the Big Heat? I, know, I have to look. Um, there's camouflage, <laughs> to look. Big Heat. There's um, Ring of Fire. Salesman. No, Ring of Fire was Volvo. Do. Are you sure? I think so. Uh, it's originally a Johnny Cash song. I know that. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Did you have Did you have a uh, uh, Arcadia on there? Um, you know, I don't have an Arcadia on there. I should you should have that. And, and I, so I was looking at the old Kirok 106.7 starting from 1983, which I figured that would be about where we really started full-timing oh. the, uh, yeah. the Cure stuff. and yeah. or, I mean, the, the music stuff. Right. And I actually just found a song that I want to put on there that I didn't think about, was which was Gigolo. Um, I gotta remember to put this down. I'm just a gigolo. Well, I'm just a gigolo. You remember that song? Yeah. There's there's some stuff I don't recognize, but the number one was there's something I should know by Duran Duran, which was one of my least favorite Duran Duran songs. Did you add that? I no, I have something else for. I have a Last Chance on the Stairway for Duran Duran, which is one of my favorite songs off Rio. Mm. Um, Safety Dance was number two. And then eighty three, in eighty three, in eighty three, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, in the top ten was Major Tom. Yeah. Home by Peter Schilling, and sure. Give Me the Snake by Duran Duran was also in there. I Confess was number ten. Um, okay. Let's Dance was number six. Mad World was number seven. And oh, you know man, that I is gotta... what my favorite um, Tears of Fears album is, The Hurting. And I don't think it, you know it really got as big as it i think it should have compared to uh, the big chair which was just full of their big hits but the hurting was way better of an album i thought yeah no there's like pale shelters on there right yeah and, and, and change which is changes change. on the uh, list my spotify list changes the it's song a, i think yeah it's a great song on there um yeah and then we had 1984 relax the first band ever saw in concert frank goes hollywood was number one and then tenderness which was a great song by uh, General Public. General Public. But I think yeah. the General Public song I put on mine was General Public. General Public. Which used to, ha- used to have a thing with bands that had the song 
with the name of the band as one of their songs, didn't you? I did, uh, but I think I'll give them a break because it wasn't their uh, hit. It wasn't like the hit. It was just another song. It wasn't like their big hit. Like right. tenderness and, and tenderness and and never you done that where they're they're big big songs on that album all the uh, all the rage right um, and actually I'm see I'm, I'm actually seeing Dave Wakeling in I think August I mean technically they call he's calling he's got the rights to English beat but he right. pretty much plays both you know the whole right. well I was through. I was supposed to go see uh, Ranking Roger two he's, years ago now or like he's dead, dead now. But he yeah. canceled. That's right. Well, he canceled the concert because he was sick, and then he died like a couple weeks after that. It was supposed to be him doing English beat, and oh, okay. then um, the selector was opening, and then the selector became the main band. It's like I don't, I don't need to see selector as the main person of the concert. <laughs> so I, I refunded my tickets. Um, yeah. So tenors number two, pride and name of love, you two, which. It was a fine song. It was number three in 84. And Why, Bronski Beat, which on my list I have Small Town Boy, which uh, is one of my favorite Bronski Beat songs. But Why is it a nice song? And then Erotic City was number five. And it's funny because I never really picture Prince as a K-Rock fan. I'm sure they must have played Prince on K-Rock huh. at the time. Huh. That was, is that pre-Purple Rain? That is pre purple rain, yes, I think it is. Maybe that's what it was. When's maybe once purple rain went crazy, they decided to stop playing him or something. I don't know. Um, I think they used to play Little Red Corvette a lot too back in the day, too. It's uh, possible. I mean, we knew those songs, but there's yeah, at the brink, I mean, 1983, 84, whatever, we still had some top 40 influences going around. You, you might have still had your 404 no available to listen K-Rock? to. No, you did at home. Oh, I, yeah. I think I had the single of some song. Um, and then she had the Journey single for uh, whatever that Journey song was. Don't Go Stop, Stop Believing. Believing or something. Yeah, you had the 7-inch for that. I remember you did. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, I heard that. Yeah, that came on, that came on the radio uh, yesterday on the way to my the soccer game. And I didn't turn it off. It's a decent song. Um, yeah, no, I love that. I, I used to love... That K Rock list was awesome. And I remember um I used to record them on my cassette tape so I could listen Well to you them. had you had uh I think the eight you 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 had recorded like the eighty four list or eighty five, I guess. But eighty no, maybe eighty four, and it had um Master and Servant by Depeche Mode on it, and it was like a ver- it was like the slavery whip mix, which is a, like the one they kind of do in concert a little bit. And I remember that it was kind of funny that they played a different mix. And I, it was one number of the 16. top 10. Was number it 16? 16? On nineteen eighty four, number 16 was Master and Server by Depeche Mode. People okay. or People was 12. That was the highest they got at that point. <laughs> at that point. Um, what was number one in 84? Number one was uh, Relax by Frank Goes Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's in the top 10, too. Uh, by the way, uh, if, you, if you if you look at my sister's 1984 Pacifica High School yearbook, uh, Pride was the song of the year for the... Oh, there you go. It was number three on the K-Rock Countdown. It was a good song. Um, it is. Um, Still is, I guess. Wild Boys is on there, which... Mm. You don't like that one? Which, which is a, an iconic video in a sense that he almost died. Making that I didn't video. know that. There's he's on that propeller thing that's going around and his head goes into the water for a second and it comes back up and uh, Simon Le Bon and yeah. when they were filming the video that propeller thing stopped and broke with his head under the water and they had to get him off of there before he drowned I did not know that yeah and well so, speaking of Duran Duran videos um, and iconic videos you know girls on film you know was po- you know there was this version that was like this you know elusive ver- version that had nudity in it right remember you that what's funny well what? what's funny is i rented the vhs from the library of the <laughs> video thing and it had that video on there and did it like girls that were topless there, yeah, they, yeah it was topless girls were they on the beach like or, the, they play, were they, no, or they were they were like playing the uh, were they ones playing with like, that um they were like jousting, kind of, like on I the say sticks. They were in like in a wrestling ring. 
Um, I got to see that again. It's probably on YouTube, I hope. Yeah, I'm sure it's on YouTube. It's probably easy to find. That's like a risque. That was risque, man. Yes. At the time, it definitely was. Um, now, there's another song <laughs> that's on my list, which is Alpha Bill's Pig in Japan. And I remember the first time I heard that song was up in Big Bear, like renting skis. It came on the radio in the ski shop. And I instantly was drawn to it. Um, but I, my least favorite Alpha Bill song is Forever Young. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm not a big Alpha. I mean, I, that's probably the only two songs I know, I would have hoped. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, but videos, you mentioned the videos. I mean, um, they, the alternative bands did really cool videos, but it was hard to see them because MTV's rotation was Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, Duran Duran, Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson, and Lionel Richie and Duran Duran. And so we would watch like, Videos like an MV3 or what was it called? Like a video one with Richard Blade. Right. And all those things. And we would see like more alternative stuff. 120 minutes. And 120 minutes, which was on like at midnight or something on MTV. I would record it on VHS and then have to watch it later. But the the videos of some of the bands that we liked um, were way better. I know just because we liked them, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, with all the hair bands and all the typical pyrotechnics and the hair and the girls and the cars and everything else. Like there was a, you know, like if you ever watch like OMD's like genetic engineering video or some of that early stuff like that, it was like, they were trying to make an art movie. Um, some of them really hold up. I don't know if you've like revisited. Right, no, some... And there's the iconic ones with like, with like uh, once in a lifetime, was it that David Byrne had the big giant suit on? Everybody yeah. remembers. Yeah, and burning down the house. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I don't love Talking Heads. I really respect them, but th- those videos were like totally artsy, like totally artsy. Right. You know, totally like little mini movies. You know, um, one song that's on my list is probably my favorite Talking Head song, which is uh, what is it called? Something about flowers. Nothing, Nothing but, but flowers. It's yeah. a great song. It's a great song. That's my favorite. Of song, but looking at this list, um, when Doves Cry is thirty nine on the list in nineteen four. <laughs> well, people people voted, and K Rock's not going to say, "Well, we don't play Prince that much," but we'll, we're not going to exclude. I mean, obviously, K Rock listeners were listening to Prince, right? Right. I mean, I, um, I mean, there was no avoiding him. I would think, not that you would want to. I'm just saying, it was definitely something that was being played in a lot of places. Well, yeah, I mean. I don't know if we're going to go segue, but that movie was crazy. I have, I, I feel like I need to see it again. Purple Rain. Yeah. I mean, some of the overacting by Morris Day was is just iconic. But, you know, um, it was great. It, 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 it was a pretty sexy, crazy, cool movie. Um, and Prince is awesome. And I, I've never but been a was... mass, massive Prince fan, but... I think I like him more now even than I did then, actually. I think he's awesome, you know? I did get to see him live at Coachella one year. You did? Yeah. Was, did you, were you paying attention? Or was it like off the distance? No, like no. I was, he was on the main stage. Um, it was funny because he started off, um, Sheena Easton came out and did a couple oh. songs. Okay. And then um, I think... Vanity? And Apollonia Vanity 6? Probably, yeah. Apollonia then, 6? <laughs> and then uh, Morris Day in the Time came out and uh, and played. Are you kidding? All those guys did? Yeah, at, before Prince came on. He came on like an hour after he was supposed to or more. Um, all the other <laughs> bands played first. Wow. And then he came out and did his set. And he did a, a version of uh, of Radiohead's uh, Creep as well. Oh, that would have probably been pretty cool. Um, you, know, he wrote, you know he wrote Manic Monday for the Bengals. He also wrote um, that Sinead O'Connor song. Um, nothing nothing compares, compares to you. you. Yeah, yeah. So you can have this one. You can make it. You know, here's a yeah. giant hit for you. Make, I can't imagine you singing that. Any... This will be your biggest hit. Go ahead, take it. Right. <laughs> I think there are recordings of him singing "Nothing Compares to You," but I think Sinead O'Connor didn't find enough job. 
though she's, she did, uh, she was she did a good job. Yeah. So moving to 1985. Okay. Um, we have Shake the Disease as number one. Whoa! I don't blame I I don't blame the the, the listeners. That's a good song. Yeah. So but you like but you but, but 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 you like to focus on this the 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 forgotten bands what of, of in the top ten like which ones like oh my goodness I forgot about that one. Oh, this is the one I remember. I, I'm trying to think of what the song is. Oh, I remember the song now. We. Are vigilantes? I think that's song number two is Vigilante by Felony. Oh, I'm gonna have to listen then, to that song. Uh-huh, is number seven with with Take on Me. Ah, uh, um, it's a good song. Good video too. Flexible is number nineteen. Flexible, a B side to say Shake the Disease. Yeah, which is hilarious. Just another night by Mick Jagger is number twenty five. Just another night. Yeah, I don't I know. know that one. I don't know that Some one. song called Blue Kiss by Jane Wigland is on there, number 23, right after oh. Dancing in the Streets. Why does it have to be such a blue kiss? Or something like that. When yeah. I miss you, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, Jane Wigland, um, the Go-Go's. She's yeah. hot-ish. One Night in Bangkok. One Night in Bangkok. So yeah, Just Another Night by Mick Jagger. And then we go to number 27. And I don't understand how this ever could have happened. Studio, Phil Collins, number 27. On K Rock. On K Rock. I don't think it ever. They, 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 I don't think they ever even played that song. I don't think they ever played that song either. And I can't imagine how it could be number twenty-seven on the top ten list. It, and you know what? I like Phil Collins sort of, only because you kind of have to say that because he's okay. But that's a terrible song. Su su su. It's just terrible. It's yeah. super poppy with horns and crap. It's terrible. There's another song Sorry. I don't really recognize. Goodbye, Bad Times by Philip Oakley and Giorgio Morador. Dude, you should have given me this list ahead of time so I could prep myself so I could sound intelligent. Um, what? You are intelligent. Um, that rings There's... a bell, though, but I don't. I can't think of the tune, though, right now. Maybe Dan Hensley will Falco. tell us. I don't have any Falco on my list. Vienna Calling. Oh, Falco, dude's awesome. 50. Which one was it? 50. Um, Vienna Calling. Hello, Vienna Colley. That came up right before Slave to Love by Brian Ferry. Uh, and Won't You Hold My Hand by King. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's the band, too. Number uh, 56 was Strength by The Alarm. Yeah. And I I hadn't forgot about The Alarm up until today, I think, is when I added The Alarm to the Spotify list. Okay. My favorite Alarm song is a song called The Stand. You know that song? Come on Sing. down and meet it's your maker. maker. Come on, Come down, on down and make a stand. Come yeah, on down. Come <laughs> that's on a good song. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like you two light or something. I like them. I like them. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Back it up a second. You're saying King was '85. Uh, no, is King. uh, is Love and Pride on there? Um, that's probably. Or was that earlier? You spin me around, alive and kicking, perfect kiss, we will rock. Don't forget about me was number fourteen. Bottom line by Big Out of Dynamite, which I have. Oh, Love and Pride was sixteen. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a great song. The Big and Dynamite I have on my song on my list is Medicine Show. That's a great. That's their best song. Yeah, it's, it's the song best the song. Samples in I, it and the and the well, just movies. the lyrics are like you. You could use this stuff to. You know, strip your yeah. ceiling, or you could like you know grow your hair back. I mean, it's just the greatest. It's a great song. In fact, I saw them at the Grove. You know, the Grove in Anaheim is by the stadium, like that. Uh, yeah, by the catch or there. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I saw them like eight years ago. Um, is his name Mick Jones? Mick. Yeah, he's Mick bald. Jones he the, was bald, but he had the. Too, you know. I know that. Um, he wasn't the lead singer of the Clash, though. But he, he, no. he had like. The whole band, I'm not sure if they were all original, but um, they were awesome. And they were just so good. Like, you know, and I, uh, just real quick on this, this is like post 80s retro concerts, later on concerts, you know, sort of, is I saw Adam and Adam Ant there too about nine years ago. He was terrible. He was like, I saw him recently too. I, it was okay. It's just he didn't have the energy that I would like to have him have. Well, I heard he got um, better. I heard he got, got better. That, but like eight or nine years ago, he was just in terrible shape, and he 
it was terrible. But Big Audio Diamond was awesome. In fact, quick anecdote. Just a couple days ago, um, I asked, I bought a bad hat. I bought a bad BAD hat for Dean, and he was little, like he was like six. And I asked Monica, I go, where's that hat? And then Sophia goes, she threw it away when one of her purges. I'm like, why did you get rid of that concert hat? Anyway, uh, Big Audio Dynamite is, I actually listened to Big Audio Dynamite fairly frequently like still like still i do yeah, well, they went manchester Sorry. a little bit too with the globe and those songs those are great songs those are great songs i i mean that was that was into the 90s but yeah um, yeah so the next year this is 86 i guess it is we're looking at suburbia by the pet shop boys being number one with well, depeche mode number two with question of lust oh well that probably means that somewhere on that list in that same year, that was the breakout year, I guess, for Pet Shop Boys. It probably has opportunities. It probably has Pontanero and all that stuff, right? It's probably in there. Um, I'll, I'll, I keep going. You don't, have to, I, you don't have to tell me. but no, Well, if I find it. But Not Tonight is on there, number 13. Which but Not Tonight. That's a great special song. song. Um, yeah, technically this a was a band's one hit wonders other sort of hit that wasn't really much of a hit was Ink and Paper. You know who that was? No. Modern English, Ink and Paper. Ink and Paper. It wasn't that, that big of a hit. French Kissing in the USA, which I need to put on my list, with Deborah Harry, solo. It was number... French, uh, oh, French, oh, French Kissing in the USA? Yeah. That song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that song in ages. That's a great uh, song. Well, the Pretenders. I don't have any Pretenders on my list. I gotta look through the Pretenders and figure out what I want to put on there. You, you, be That's careful. A tough one. Uh, yeah, Olamore is twenty-one. Yeah, okay. What I you turn off pretenders. Is uh nineteen. Walk like an uh, Egyptian twenty-seven. Okay. Oh, there's another one I need to put on there. Um, which is this is probably my favorite song by the Smithereens, "Blood and Roses." They mm. have some good songs. Okay. But uh, Superman by REM is on there. Uh, it's probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite REM song. Um, and there's another artist that people loved that I never really got into is Peter Gabriel. The big time is number 35. Mm. Did, you, did you listen to much Peter Gabriel? Um, not at the time. I did buy So, the album So. That came out in like 88 or 89. Um, and Rachel actually made me buy that uh, at Moby Disc on Beach Boulevard. And But, uh, you know, that album's got Big Time and Sledgehammer, which aren't great songs but um you know what's it's called uh from say anything in your eyes is on that album which is a pretty iconic song because say anything and everything else um and then you know like um some of his songs like um what's the name of that song um oh god it's it, it was an earlier one um games without frontiers is a a great song. If you put that on your list, if yeah. you put Peter Gabriel, put Games Without Frontiers on. Well, I know it's not going to be uh, Red Rain because okay. Richard Blade played that song to death. Like anytime okay. Richard Blade gets a chance to play Peter Gabriel, he plays Red Rain. That's all he loves. He loves Red Rain. Games Without Frontiers or Salisbury Hill is a great song, which Ray Erasure did redid later. Is climbing up on like Salisbury Hill. I, like I can see the too. city lights. Okay, what? Song too, yeah. yeah, it's a good um, song. So we're in 87, and okay. you're finally making number one with Just Like Heaven, which is... Oh. And then Girlfriend in a Coma is number two, and Strange Love is number three. Mm-hmm. Lips Like Sugar is number four. Need You Tonight oh. by NXS. Now, here's, here's a weird thing. I guess they repeated years later, because Dear God has moved up from being way low on the list I saw the year before to number seven. <laughs> Wait, so they... Made a yeah, reappearance. It yeah, it made a reappearance and it, it did much better. Um, hmm. Rent is on there, number seventeen by Touch Up Boys. Second Easy album. Shade of Winter by the Bangles. Uh, that was in that movie. Less than zero. Less than zero, yeah. Yeah. Which they did the theme song to that too, didn't they? Or was that that was that it? No, that's uh, it. Is that a different song, isn't it? Time, time, time. It is Hazy Street. Uh, Motion of Love by Gino Jezebel. Uh, that's your favorite. Um, 
Behind the Wheels number 19. That's a great year. I go to that Let's just go there. back to that year and listen to all that music real time. All those are great songs. Like, yeah. imagine being, that's, that was so, I'm now getting pumped up. You turn on K-Rock in that time and any of, like, all these great songs were like one after another. You know? Yeah, it was a good time for us, at least, you know? For sure. <laughs> um, it's a Sin is on there, which is a great song, too. Um, yeah. Hourglass by Squeeze. Which I, don't, I don't think I have any Squeeze. That's that's would be a, something to... Uh, Maybe Hourglass is the one to pick, actually. It's a pretty decent song. You ever heard of a band called Private Domain with Pato Bant- Banton? Banton? Absolute Perfection? I don't know. That, I know that one song. Um, I don't number know. Number 36 I do have on my list, which is Alone Again or by The Damned. Um, it was a later Ooh. Damned song, but I, it was one that I really... Did like a lot. Um, what year did Absolute before? Beginners come out from Bowie? That's one of my favorite Bowie songs. Absolute right. Beginners. Well, it's from the movie Absolute Beginners. So I know, but it's around that time though, right? It was. Yeah. Um, but that's a good song too. I do like that song. Um, right, or was that song in? I guess it was an Absolute Beginners, right? It was some movie Absolute Beginners. Victim of Love is forty nine. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. that fell on the list from previous years or something, maybe, huh? No, because um, the previous year had Ola Moore and stuff. The, uh, circus came out. So, anyway. Fight for your right to party is number 51. Oh, here we go. Um, Beastie Boys. The, uh, oh, God, remember this? Money, Money by Billy Idol Live. That was the Mazavlon song that was really, oh. Yes, I do. Back from Mon- uh, I do, yeah. Morning, morning. Yeah. Yeah. When Smokey sings, <laughs> ABC. That was when they were they were dying. I think ABC. You know, um, Lexington Love well, is a great, great, great album by ABC. I think it's be- their best album by far. I don't know that w- that's the one that had Look of Love on it and Shoot That Poison Arrow. Yeah, it's a great album. But I actually um, had a lot of affinity for How to Be a Zillionaire album with the one right. after that which doesn't have the smoky sings album it's they that's when they started yeah uh it's got be near me and um it's got some weird stuff like um my name is martin fry f-r-y it's you, right i'll give you the moon and you take the stars but like yeah abc's great but they only really are great for like two albums i think you know that's for another but, one you need to put on my list um, a song called Jane's Getting Serious by John Ashley. You remember that song? Jane's John Getting Ashley. Serious, Jane. I got to do something about Jane's Getting Serious, and I can get serious too. Oh my god, well, I'm gonna put it on the list so you'll be able to hear it. I'll have to listen High school to works. Um, understanding what about Jane. Rick, I don't what, remember that song. What about, what about John Ashley's brother, Rick Ashley? Yeah, is that his brother? You, like, <laughs> I don't know if he is or not. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like that's still a song everyone talks about. <laughs> this little guy with a super deep voice. Uh, oh, I don't know. Huh? So let's see. We go eighty-eight. Oh no, I've got to go. I just you got to type that in. No, um, I I took screenshots. Oh, so I wouldn't have right. to. Go find them again. Though it probably went easier to do it the other way. It, oh, I bet you eighty eight is going to be like off the hook with friggin' in excess. I bet. Um, maybe REM too. Hard to say. Dun, 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 dun. So, what kind of shirt are you wearing there? Eighty nine, Lester. Oh. Okay, so 88. We got Route 66 by Depeche Mode. It's number one. <laughs> number one. And then here's a here's a shocker. Number two, Harley David. Who's that? It wasn't that great of a song. Do you remember? Bullock Brothers. Harley David, son of a bitch. Oh, that I sounds like. terrible. Yeah. Peekaboo by Susie the Banshees. Desire <laughs> by U2. This is not impressing me that much. Every Day is Like Sunday by Morrissey. Beds Are Burning huh. by Midnight Oil, which that album was the only album that was really Midnight Oil's. Yeah. Um, Touched by yeah. the Hand of God, number eight. Remember that vi- music video where they're all like that fake heavy metal band? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you know yeah. the story about that, don't you? Remind me. Um, I think I do. The uh, the fake their fake number band name was the Killers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's Which where is... the Killers got their name was from the video from "Touched by the Hand of God." I think on the drum set or whatever it said the Killers. And I don't think you're right. I think I'm right. I think that's a later New Order video. Um, when they didn't want to be in the video because they felt like they were so old, it was like Crystal or something like that. I think. No. You can look it up. I'm not. We'll look it up later, or or a listener can correct me if I'm wrong. But you're right. the The killers, that the killers, the band did name their band after the fake band in a New Order video for sure. There's no doubt about that. I know that for a fact. That's true. And uh, I'm going to touch by the hand of God. I'm thinking it's Crystal. Um, But anyway, that's much later. You're right. Um. But here's no, yeah, here's you know, touch that... by the hand. Yeah, go in. Oh, touch by the hand. The gods. You know, funny thing. That's not even on an album, and they, that doesn't happen anymore. Really, they, you know, it's not even on an album, except well, I mean, for like greatest hits or something. Those uh, Depeche Mode songs we were talking about, um, like Flexible, weren't on an album technically either. That's a B side, though. I mean, Shake the Disease wasn't on an album either. It was a single. That's that's true. You are correct. But but so was um, Get the Balance Right, which is a single. It was never on an album. That's true. But, they, an album. but do they do do bands still? Does that happen anymore? Can bands resist doing that now? Like putting a, a single out just standing alone? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But okay, fair enough. So um, Wild Word by Maxi Priest. I think it was a cover. Maxi Priest. That's a coolish song. Tears Run Rings by Mark Allman, which I don't know if I, have a, if I have a solo Mark Allman song on my list. I have It's a Mugs Game as the soft sell song, which is, I like, love that song. Well, you should put Tears Run Rings on, then. Yeah, if I Reach by Martini Ranch. I'm trying to think of Martini how that Ranch. goes. What, Nina Cherry, is she on there? Um, Buffalo no, Dance? <laughs> right. That was a good song. I don't know that. They well, the funny thing is, it's kind of soul and kind of, but it, I think it crossed over to K-Rock, didn't it? Right. But it's funny. Is I would have put like one of Madonna's first album songs on there before Phil Collins' studio when he was in place. <laughs> I'd put that was actually a Madonna. good album. That first Madonna album. And the videos. I mean, everyone remembers oh, all the yeah. videos from those first albums. And then everyone wanted to be Madonna and dress like her. And I did. She was yeah, um, just kidding. The Material Girl... My God, what a cool, sexy video! Oh my God, yeah. I, I mean, she. I, I have never turned those videos off ever. And then, Here's... and then, like all the like, like like a prayer and all that stuff was like, oh my God, she was just amazing. She right. Just I mean, amazing. she definitely uh, brought it on when she came on the scene. She. <laughs> the Great Commandment she... by Camouflage, number twenty-two. Whoa! Which wow. I have that smiling face. I mean, not that my face, but um, what's that song? Neighbors. No, the first song on the The Great Commandment. No, the first song. That's my only face. That's my only face. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. that's the song I have on my um, Nothing But Flowers, number twenty on this list. You got to send me your list, man. I didn't know you. Is this the list that you were you posted about four, and then people said, "Oh, this is great." Now you've like decided to add eight more hours to it. Well, at the time, it was already like four or five hours. But you've ne- you don't have a single repeating artist, no, except for Rejects of Adam and yeah. Dance or something like that. Okay. Right, correct. Or the, the Tubway Army and Gary Newman are two separate fans. Right. But do you have Edie no, Brickell and New Bohemians? Do you have Edie Brickell and New Bohemians? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> What I am is what I am is what you yeah. are. Or what? Well, actually, you know, it's funny. That's number twenty-eight on this list. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was married to. Uh, yeah, Paul Simon or something. Paul Simon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was her Stan one. Is on here. Oh God, this is something I definitely try not to remember. Is Wild Wild West by Escape Club? Oh. Well, yeah. Which I remember the video for that too. Oh, no, this yeah. is Smith only a memory. Heart, Who's saying, is it, boys, is it Boys Don't Cry who sang I Want to Be a Cowboy? You yeah, I think it was, yeah. Girl. That, that was, was probably six or seven. 
<laughs> That's probably on the list somewhere too. Here's the interesting thing here is number 34 is um, Heart of Stone by Erasure. Wow. Well, I don't remember that song ever being played on K-Rock, but maybe... Um, uh... It might. You know what? I think it was. And actually, and maybe Mike B could confirm this. Maybe he can't. But I remember that that, could, that should have been or was going to be the fourth single off of Innocence. But they never they never did it. But it was a great song. I love that song. Another one that uh, surprises me is "What's the Matter Here" by Ten Thousand Maniacs, which you were the huge Ten Thousand Maniacs fan of the century at, the, at one time. I know we didn't talk. Did I drag you to see them? I don't recall. I may have seen it, but I think it was it was after they were Ten Thousand Maniacs anymore. I think we saw her. No, 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 no. I didn't see her then. Maybe you did. But I saw her on the Blind Man Zoo tour, which was the second big album. The first big album was uh, In My Tribe. I think she had another, they had another album before that. But uh, anyway, I, I, I didn't mention, I, I'm positive you were there. So I'll just bring it up now because uh, we've talked about concerts. So I saw them at Irvine Meadows with somebody. I'm not sure if it was you. But then I thought it was so cool that I, I said, let's buy tickets for the next night at Greek, the Greek theater. And I'll never forget it. At the end of the concert, both times, she warned the crowd that she wanted to, to be completely silent when she played this piano version of Verde Cries or whatever. And if anybody said anything or yelled anything, she would lock, like walk off the stage. And at the time I was think it was kind of cool of her to be like oh i'm gonna be so cool but then later on i kind of felt like and she did literally walk off when someone like did a woohoo and she literally walked off i've later thought that was kind of pretentious like you got a, a group of thirty thousand people or twenty thousand people watching you and one guy yells out what do you think is that kind of pretentious kind of jerky to like leave <laughs> something morrissey would do yeah, that's probably more he would probably do. But anyway, you don't remember you don't remember that? Does that ring a bell? I, I, I seen Ten Thousand Maniacs sort of rings a bell, but I don't remember all that stuff. I do remember what you're talking about too with the but I don't know if you told me about it or if, if I was there. Yeah. Um but I do have a concert story that I didn't get into when we did the concert one. Mm-hmm. Um which I should have gotten into. Um so I think I was it was around my sophomore year in high school and my sister wanted me to get Michael Jackson tickets for her. Mm-hmm. So, because she was working or whatever, and they went on sale at 10 in the morning or something crazy. It was during my second period. Whenever second period was, that's when tickets were about to go on sale. So I ditched my first two periods so I can go buy Michael Jackson tickets for my sister. And I bought two extra ones for me that I sold to somebody. And um, she had it all set up. She had had my mom. She had written uh, something that she wanted my mom to sign and then in pencil, and then just erased it and put like, I had a dentist appointment and I turned it in and that was fine. But what had happened was I ended up being on, since I missed second period, I ended up being on the list to call home. Right, because that's, that's homeroom. Right. And right. so when they called to find out if I was absent that day, they're like, oh, wait, like whatever she's like no you did not have a dentist appointment and i ended up getting two saturday schools because i bought these michael jackson tickets for my sister and where was so she on my birthday what i don't know she was, where working was she? Or something. yeah i don't know where she was um but i i had my cool car at the time and i drove over there and did it and i bought two tickets and i sold them and i wasn't gonna go see him but then i felt kind of bad at this point it's like you know what i went through so much to get these tickets for you I kind of want to go to the show now. And for my birthday, she gave me a ticket. So I actually did see Michael Jackson at Irvine Meadows in like 1985 or or so. Which was, I mean. It wasn't 85. You weren't driving. It was probably probably bad. The bad tour. Like in 87 or 88. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I saw, so I saw him live. And, you know, speaking of videos, I mean, there's a Smooth Criminal video is pretty memorable I don't know if you, um they have a whole it's like a a fake um 
love interest because uh, no one loves that guy. No, oh. gang, you know, like those the like West Side Story type of thing. Oh, I think whatever. They have this this part where they all like lean sideways. It looks like they should be falling down while they're dancing or whatever. And it was pretty incredible. Didn't um, they do so that? In, go see that video. Didn't they do that in Thriller too? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> but that was like a big video too. Yeah, it was like um, twelve minutes. Right. So, so we did our Huntley Avenue did music and concerts as our thing. Um, video games, I think we covered pretty good at the time because mm-hmm. we were pretty much into it as as much as as well as um, the computers. I mean, computers definitely changed our our lives. And if you get a chance to listen to that podcast, if you haven't, you definitely should because there's a lot of fun things that existed back then that I, don't, I think a lot of people didn't realize existed even that we were doing. Um, no. Which was fun, um, and the movies we we pretty much stuck with a lot of comedies, didn't we? Did we talk about like last night? I went with Alyssa and I went to the drive-in. We saw ET, which <laughs> really, which is a big movie back then. I I saw yeah. the movie several times oh, in the theater. In fact, in the future, I went with the girls the other day. I rented out a theater for Lenny's birthday, the whole theater, and we watched Back to the Future. And that, those are iconic movies back then as well. I mean, there was the whole Spielberg and you know, Indiana Jones. Spielberg was a pretty much he was a, he was a beast. iconic 80s director. You, you, you know what movie I need to show my kids, my, uh, my younger kids, is um, Gremlins. I remember seeing that in, in a drive-in um, with, I think... A, you probably were there, like a church youth group. Like Leanne was there, and that guy Bob Williams probably drove us. That guy, and I remember seeing it at Highway Thirty Nine, and like, I mean, that movie's awesome. Like, Gremlins is awesome, and I haven't seen it forever. Like, literally 20, 30 years. Uh, and Goonies, all those movies. I've never seen Goonies. Ever. You've never seen Goonies. I've never seen Goonies. Shut up! How is that possible? Are you sure? I've never seen Goonies, and I've never seen that other movie that everyone loves. Fred Savage is in Prince Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Is Fred Savage in that? Yeah, he's like super little. Yeah, um, Columbo (laughs) is like reading a story to him or whatever in the beginning. Oh yeah, you yeah, you know what? It's fine that you haven't seen it. I mean, a lot of people just obsess on it. I never got in the cult, so I and I have seen it. So there's a lot of people out there that just. Yeah, don't worry. And here's another in my opinion, that. in my opinion, you're not missing much. But some people will cry crucify me for saying that. But what? Uh, Bill and Ted's was a classic too, which had George Carlin in it. Those movies were yeah. were funny. And Definitely was, funny. They made the new version of it, and I don't know. Did it, it had to have come out. I never saw it. And I wanted to see it. So oh, I have to go try really? and find that today. The new version that. of Bill and Ted's. Yeah, there's a new Is version. Is Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah. Both of them were. <laughs> was it like on Reeves? But did it come out during the pandemic? Night. So like it went straight to video yeah. and stuff. Uh, okay. I don't think it's, that's a word anymore. Straight to video. Straight to streaming. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> straight to video. Yeah. Um, and speaking of David Bowie movie, I don't think we talked about much. Maybe was the Labyrinth. Oh yeah. Which I know. Actually, I, 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 yeah, I still I, love that movie. I, I think I, I don't think I had the I had the I might have had the cassette. Like I said, yeah, I wasn't the right. But I listened right. to it a lot. But um, you know, Jennifer Connelly, I I I developed a crush on her from that movie. Yeah, and me then, too. Yeah, me too. And then she and then she was in Career Opportunities, where that one guy was stuck overnight in a uh, Target, and she was there or whatever. And in that movie, she just became this hot woman. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, Jennifer Connelly, man. Oof. Yeah, but now if you see her, she's really, really skinny. She doesn't look as good as she used to. She's fifty, probably. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, she looks good, but she, something about her, she just looks a little malnourished these days. Have you seen uh, Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe? Uh, yeah, she's in she that. Yeah, she's his wife. I think she got nominated for Academy Award. Well, anyway, she's his wife um, in the movie or not in real life, right? What? She's his wife in the she, movie, but not in real life. Oh, yeah, right. That that would probably be a horrible thing for her in real life if that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well, anyway, uh, have you met him? No, I haven't had the the 
the uh, privilege of meeting him. Well, one of these um, days we're going to have to divert from the 80s and like you can list off the most horrible stars that you've ever had to work with in terms of their yeah. town, like being jerks. But maybe not. You Maybe you won't do that. Maybe you won't ever get a job again if you did that. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think it's but, or you can list the coolest ones. That maybe that's another time. But anyway, right. we're at an hour. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Um, one other. You want to go another hour? It was cartoons that uh, I didn't realize, but and this is mm. this sort of counts, but doesn't count. Is mm-hmm. Simpsons actually started in 1989? I know. Well, actually, it started before that. With a Trace Elman show. Right. Yeah. Right. Which Homer had a different voice, and they looked really crazy. Even the first season of the simpsons they look a little they look, look a little different they sound a little different but they don't in, in the uh tracy almonds they were really crude drawings of them and they were also mean meaner to each other i think right well like they, they had the all... whole episode wasn't that one where they went to see the psychiatrist and they had to keep shocking each other and they they got their money back tracy they just went crazy. was that, was that tracy almond i think it might have been tracy oh I remember exactly where I first saw The Simpsons. It was at this girl's house, Renee Fernandez. She was friends with Rachel. And I was like, this show's cool. And that, that was 32 years ago? Isn't that crazy? That's yeah, crazy, isn't it? it but, is crazy. I mean, The Simpsons isn't The Simpsons as, as good as it. But when it was good, it was probably the best show on TV. I haven't been a regular for a long time. Right, but, but I'm talking about when it was good, back in the first you know, five seasons 90s. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt it was about it. The best show on TV, for sure. I would think, absolutely. And I, I remember. I mean, we always watched the Flintstones and the Jetsons and stuff like that. <laughs> later on, I think the repeat versions of it. Yeah, but um, no, there's I mean, there was, the Flintstones. You still call Sean Fred, and has to do with. I know. <laughs> hey, Fred. Yeah, that's Barney. true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. We got to get him as a guest sometime, right? Um, but uh, yeah, we're coming up in an hour, but you know, music is definitely do, we, our passion. We could talk about well, we music could, all night. Well, if you got time tomorrow, let me know. Uh, we, we do, do another one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> release but, it um, in a week or so. But yeah, so as in review, I mean, we've got 11 or 12.1 podcasts, um, oh, starting cool. with where it all began in Huntley, and then we did a music one, the first music one, and then we did our jobs, which. We've covered our jobs pretty well, I think. But it was a very fun and amusing episode, I thought. Didn't you think that was... was I've listened to it, like, admittedly, probably three times, uh, to be honest with you. It's a very enjoyable episode. So Uh, Video uh, games. uh, Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. We... we, uh, What I was thinking about earlier is that we need to do an episode about actually going to Knott's Berry Farm in Disneyland because... Not just oh, yeah, working definitely. there because we right. we we had so much free access for a number of years to those places for whatever reason and and like well, we had annual to, passes eventually for Disneyland. yeah for for Disneyland but the knots we always had my sister signing us in or you signing us in and there was Cloud Nine and Studio K and yeah Cloud Nine was big or or Videopolis uh, yeah I remember uh, going to Genera. <laughs> And buying this crazy outfit, it's like a, a, well, a clothing store. No, it wasn't. Well, it was a it was a clothing it was a clothing line. We would go buy that at Public Image or or GHQ for Men or whatever but it was. It was. But I remember generic, like these big, colorful, going, just to go to like Cloud Nine and be like Mr. Cool. Those are trendy. Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool yeah, so man. We, so the video games. We, we mm-hmm. talked about on episode number four, which, I mean, if you uh, remember all those video games, you'll definitely enjoy that episode. Um, we talked about computers in seven and, and our childhood sports in eight, which was a good episode. And one of yeah. our biggest episodes, as far as on one of the uh, Facebook pages for West Garden Grove, is uh, talking about elementary school, which I thought was really good episode as well um you know we definitely talked about things that we haven't thought about in years and um yeah but, yeah before we, before we do uh seven through 12 i gotta i gotta gear up i gotta start i gotta start remembering some stuff i don't know i mean right, you'll be amazed how much comes to you though like i think with that one i think 
a lot of stuff came to you as we were doing the podcast. You for sure brought back memories. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did our cartoons one, and then concerts eleven and eleven point one. Um, which another concert that happened at the brink. We talked eleven point one. We talked about um, the Rose Bowl. Wasn't no, no. It was us. It was us going to see the Fetch Mode in Utah and stuff like that. And the right. Rose Bowl, wasn't it? Eleven point one. But one other that. one that happened in nineteen ninety that was big for me was seeing Nine Inch Nails for Pretty Hate Machine. I, at this I was there. Helter Skelter. I was um, there. That you. was that was a crazy crazy show i still my shins are still screwed up from that show because there was like a little catwalk to yeah there's a little catwalk to the stage and i would get up there and i'd fall down and hit my shins on this corner edge of it over and over again for two nights in a row and my shins if i get kicked in the shins right it hurts so bad i want to rip them off do you remember that it hurts you remember that mike g actually got the guitar neck after they smashed it yeah Um, i remember that yeah, he, he actually got it. He actually and, it's, and it ha- it's no chair from Dodger Stadium though. That's true. That's true. But I remember yeah, nine inch nails for sure. It was a small um, place and there was like a mosh pit. Yeah, yeah it was Helter Skelter <laughs> was the name of the, the Yeah. Sean was but, there, I think. Yeah, he was there for sure. I think yeah. Norm was there as well for one of the nights. Oh really? Um, I, I only went once, I think. Yeah, I went two nights in a row. Yeah, oh. I think he only went once. And the other night, Sean and I went or something like that. We just decided we got to do it again. Um, and then our last <laughs> one that we did before this one was our mom's, which for Mother's Day. And that was a very, very right. yeah, great good. episode. Um, totally. So I think we've yeah. done pretty well so far. What do you think? I do, too. So we'll call this one Catching Up with Quintessential. Yeah. <laughs> we could put uh, Catching Up with the Fresh Mode, but change it to Quintessential. All right. Well, I'll have have a nice three day weekend. I mean, tomorrow's Memorial Day. I hope right. you're not working. No, I'm not. I'm glad. I, I need another day of sleep, and then we have four more days after that, and then we're done. Next Friday is our last day of shooting. Oh, good. I hope you don't get a job so we can do um, stuff in the middle of the week. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a good chance <laughs> I might end up on disability again. Um, oh, good. So I'm just that, kidding. <laughs> So that would be, what? uh, what's wrong with you now? Well, it's my same, my, my same foot. Um, there's a lot of scar tissue that needs to be, uh, healed and it's still, you know, it feels numb in some of the places because I had the surgery you twice. Yeah. You, you got to take place. care of that. You got to take care so, of that. Maybe we could do a podcast a week from month tomorrow on a Monday afternoon yeah. after you wake up at noon. Yeah. If I, get I like that shirt family. though. Where'd you buy that thing? I think I bought it on Amazon even. On, on the, oh yeah. On the, on the, on the internet. Yeah, the interwebs. Interweb, cool. All right, man. I'll talk later. Until next time. Take care. Until next time. Bye. 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 Brought by Treetop Studio in combination with Scott Martinez and Productions.